All right, so we're here for another episode. We're calling it season three of the Park City Real Estate Podcast. I'm excited to be joined by Lauren Fielding, also with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. Hello. Utah Properties. And we're gonna be going over a whole slew of things with Lauren today. Uh, she's got an awesome listing that, uh, that we're gonna be talking about out in Tuhay, uh, but she's also got a great history with Park City. And so, uh, Lauren, why don't you just give us a brief introduction of yourself and, and kinda uh, your real estate background and all of that. Do you want me to start with real estate or Park City in particular? Let's start with your Park City like roots because I know they go deep. Okay, yes, they do go deep. So um, as you know, uh, my mom's family has very deep roots here in Park City, mining history and background. I had an um, ancestor who came from Cannon City, Colorado in the 1800s and moved here with his whole family to Park City. So if we as a family had never moved out of Park City, I would have been a sixth generation Parkite and my son would have been a seventh generation Parkite. So um, lots of historic family homes here in town that we like to walk by and check out. We go check out family gravestones at the Glenwild or Glenwood, Glenwood City Cemetery sorry, the Glenwood Cemetery yeah, over here. we got real estate and history. I like, know, mixing yeah, up. mixing it all up. And then the Park City Cemetery, and there's also a cool little cemetery back um, up by Snyder's Mill, but on the other side of the road, back in a neighborhood where we've got a few family members buried up there yeah, that's so kind of a historic pioneer cemetery. So, okay, so maybe this is, um, this is an odd question, but we are approaching October. Yes. And so just being with that, you do have these Park City roots. Mm -hmm. uh, are you familiar with some of the like haunting, like ghost type stuff that goes on Not in Park City? Not necessarily. Not necessarily, because I know they, they have a ghost tours somewhere. I've well, never done one. so they used yeah. to do with the Park City Museum um, mm -hmm. and uh, the board that's over the Glenwood Cemetery, they would do their cemetery tour where they'd have actors come and they'd talk about people's history who lives in the cemetery but they just did that uh, about a week ago now they've moved it outside of halloween to do, to be more respectful to the family members that are buried there mm -hmm. it is a really cool cemetery though it's um not as old as the park city cemetery a lot of people think that it's older because it has a cooler kind of um, historic vibe to it. Mm -hmm. If you look at a lot of the headstones, um, there are many that are super ornate. Um, a lot of older family members are buried in there. Um, so they just moved it outside of Halloween to respect that and kind of preserve the integrity of the, of the cemetery. But I will say uh, that cemetery was started because there were a lot of young single men in Park City around the mining time that were passed passing away from either work-related or health issues, because you know, medicine wasn't as good back then, um, and they didn't have a place to be buried or the means to be buried, so that land was donated, and you had to be part of one of the Masonic orders or fraternal orders to be buried there. So we have family members that were in that, and it's a pretty cool little piece of family history. Yeah, I, I had no idea. and. and you think about like all the people that kind of come in that are new yeah. uh, to, to Park City, like, you know, we'll, we'll probably never know about, yeah. about that kind of stuff. Um, so, so that's really awesome that, mm -hmm. uh, that you have that history with Park City. And, and so just, just out of curiosity, because you, like, so you do have that connection, uh, that, that deep family history connection uh, mm -hmm. to Park City. 
but you can still like you don't have to be in Park City like you don't have to live here like this is 100% your choice you've like you planted in Park City so why yes why would you say you ended up in Park City and why Ooh. do you call it home um to avoid, I don't know if I should avoid being controversial or not. <laughs> so I, li I lived in, I grew up in Mesa, Arizona, mm -hmm. um, but we were here anytime school was out, you know, both my parents growing up in Utah, this is where family was, this is what always brought us back. My folks had a little place um, on Marsac for a long time, so we would always come stay here. Um, I grew up skiing here, I did Deer Valley uh, Bambi Ski School in the winters with all my siblings. Um, when snowboarding became cool, we stopped, well, didn't stop skiing Deer Valley, but transitioned to skiing Park City as well, so we could accommodate the snowboarders in the family, which was awesome. Um, and then uh, we just, you know, always enjoyed being up here. We had some family lots back up in Brighton Estates that we would go enjoy with, with the extended family that was tied to that as well. Um, but eventually I ended up in Portland, Oregon, which is where I formally started my real estate, uh, real estate career in the commercial world. And I just realized that Utah weather is better. <laughs> <laughs> um, Portland, as many people know, is very rainy and gray for nine months out of the year. But Utah has these stunning bluebird days. Um, it'll dump snow and you can go ski powder. And then after that, it's lots of sunshine and vitamin D and being a girl who grew up in the desert, I need that. It's fantastic. And Utah has it. Kind of so. have the best of yes. um, both worlds there. You get your powder days. And um, so, so you lived in Portland for a Yes, bit. I lived There's in Portland. There's a few people that, like from the Oregon area that, that call here home, but yeah. mostly Portland people can like essentially. They'll, they'll know yeah. what I'm talking about. And yeah. Portland is fantastic. I mean, um, really amazing food culture. Mm -hmm. You you can't walk down the street without seeing just phenomenal establishes to, establishments to go eat at. Um, if I could eat at Blue Star Donuts every day, I would. Blue Star Donuts, yes. um, Great music scene, great arts and crafts, um, and just phenomenal makers there, but okay, cool. I like, couldn't do the I wasn't rain. sure if we were going to start bagging no, on Portland. Port Portland is a great uh, place okay, to be. Cool. I just need sunshine. We, we just need the mountains yes. and, and Park City yes. and our pow days. Yeah. Um, and what I thought was really cool, just so I, you said you would come here, you would, you know, growing up. Mm -hmm. uh, and I actually, like, I know a lot of the trails that you can go in Park City Mountain, um, you know, Deer Valley, kind of Round Valley, all around here. But yeah. you're like my go-to if I'm like, <laughs> like for trails. Like if I'm, yes. <laughs> so, so if I'm like looking for trails or, you know, something I'm not familiar with, I'll, I'll ask you. So tell us a little bit, like what, what sort of mountain activities do you, Okay. Do you like to do? Yeah. Or I guess what, what's your favorite part of Park City to explore? So I'm not much of a mountain biker, I have to admit, okay. but I do really enjoy trail running, mm -hmm. uh, which is funny because I didn't grow up as a quote unquote runner. I mean, you know, I can't run on the road more than a mile without wanting to just lay down and curl up in a ball. Yeah, call but, an Uber or something. Yes. But um, when I'm on the trail, you know, I can go for five, ten plus miles and I think it, there's just something about being up in the mountain air, being in the trees, um, having a little bit of diversity in your scenery as you're, you're going. Um, also I like a little more technical trails too, so I run Armstrong pretty frequently. Um, I love exploring 
back behind um, Deer Valley and the Guardsman Pass area, you know, Bloods Lake, they just did the new trail about a year ago. It used to be you'd go park at the hairpin turn and go down, but now you go park at the parking lot and you hike up into it. Mm -hmm. So you get more scenery that way. Um, It's a more gradual incline instead of the steep trip down and then back up and out, and it's a little longer, so more to enjoy there. I love Iron Mountain, as you know. I think I introduced you to Iron Mountain, right? Uh, yeah, you did, which I just hiked it yesterday. Awesome. Colors there right now are just popping. Yes. Yeah. Um, Iron Mountain has fabulous views. You get up there and you catch the whole um, uh, shot back up into Thanes and then turn around, and it just opens up to PC Hill in the, the heart of Park City, which is great. Um, I do hike... Uh, Round Valley a few times a month with a friend. That's a fun one. Different yeah. scenery. You know, you get um, more of the view up and back to the mountains instead of from the mountains down. And those ones aren't as technical. Yeah. Uh, out around Valley, yep. so it's a little bit more and easy going. It's a little harder to get disoriented there, so you can go out with friends and family who aren't as used to the trail system. Maybe if, for you, I always get lost there. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's easier to, uh, to turn back to if you have, you know, kids yeah. that just are not having a great day on the trail, which happens. So I will say it's mostly in the winter, like when I'm doing like, uh, you know, my winter runs like yeah. throughout Round Valley, like I'll get lost. I don't know. Yeah, I get lost on those trails. But, yeah, it's a good um, place to be. Yeah, it's a good place to be. So going back to. All right. So Portland, mm-hmm. um, that's kind of where you started like doing real estate formally yes formally. Mm-hmm. so uh commercial real estate specifically is the family business uh, my dad has been a broker with marcus and millichap for about 40 years now in the phoenix office um, and has done a lot of business throughout the southwest including utah um, so of course anytime we were here for family trips it was we need to check on this property and that property and i have to meet a client here about a listing presentation so it was something that i was continually immersed in and and saw and watched developments go up and a lot of um uh, retail properties multi-tenant retail was specifically the focus and then Um, you know, he did, he was kind of the apartment king in the Flagstaff area in the late eighties, early nineties. So that's what I watched. Yeah. And so, uh, then I formally started with the Marcus and Millichap brokerage in Portland, great office, um, some really fantastic teams there. And then when I transitioned to Utah full time, um, I took a break from real estate and entered the hospitality, uh, business. So I worked with Resorts West, which which is slash was a phenomenal company, property management, vacation rental company here in Park City. And they were purchased in 2017, I believe, by a company called Natural Retreats. Um, And so worked with them for a little bit. And then the universe told me it's time go back to real estate. So I did. So you transition and the. I think some of the best real estate agents that I've worked with, uh, they do have that background in mm-hmm. hospitality. So they kind of, they, they're just very in touch with like what people are trying to experience when they come here exactly. uh, to Park City. And I, I've had clients that used Resorts West, Natural Retreats, and they wouldn't go any other way because they have a very, very established, uh, you know, brand. So, yeah. so, uh, so you made that, I guess you, you made that switch back from hospitality uh, to real estate and to residential real estate, right? Correct. Uh, so you worked for a couple of 
like high powered teams, right? Yeah, uh, so um, I mean, and just to touch on what you said, specifically having a background in hospitality and tourism and property management really does give your clientele um, a little bit more trust in your services. I've had several clients who specifically have said, you know, hey, we were scrolling through the Berkshire website, I was looking at agents, I pulled up your profile and noted that you had that experience and that's why I'm reaching out to you specifically. I want an investment property, but I wanna be able to come enjoy it. It needs to fit all of these needs I have for my, you know, my winter vacation. What do you like? What will, you know, give me a better footing here? And then I can put them in touch with property management and rental teams that can give them good performance and and help meet their needs financially and you know with the bundle of fun that they want to have when they're here in town. So, yeah. Those are like the best calls to get, right? They are. They're fan <laughs> they feel really good. I will say that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then I I uh, got licensed here in Utah. Mm-hmm. And I started with the Marcus and Millichap brokerage down in Salt Lake. I had no idea. Yeah, and and my initial intent was, okay, I'm gonna go back into the commercial real estate world of things. And then about two weeks after I I did that, I had a team at Sotheby's um, here, one of the top teams at Sotheby's call me and say, we need you, please come up here. And it was great, Um, fantastic learning experience. And I really enjoyed my time with Sotheby's. It was phenomenal. And then um, after a few years, transitioned to Berkshire Hathaway and the rest is history. The rest is uh, history being made, right? Being made, yes. (laughs) Being made as we speak. Okay, fantastic. All right. Uh, So that kind of, I guess that brings us to today, which, Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's obviously a lot a real estate background that we can talk about, we can dive into it, but yeah. I want to talk about your new listing because it just okay. hit the market uh, what last week, right? Like yes, or very just end been of on last the market week. for a few days. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in the awesome, awesome uh, community of Tuhe, which uh, people don't know about Tuhe. Uh, it's, it's always something to uh, to learn more about because it it, it kind of captures that uh, lifestyle aspect of Park City that a lot of people are seeking. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, tell us a little bit more about your listing. How big is it? How many bedrooms? What are some of the amenities, yeah. features, and all of that? So uh, 9060 North Twin Peaks Drive in Tuhay. Um, fabulous craftsman home. It's uh, awesome downhill floor plan. Walk into a fantastic great room, dining room, open concept kitchen. Uh, main level living with master on on that floor as well and then your downhill floor plan proceeds to a um, a large family room downstairs with a huge fireplace uh, wet bar area three bedrooms two baths on the lower level and a walkout uh, gorgeous views facing the uintas facing the back nine of the golf course um, and then a three-car garage ample space for toys has been used for lots of toys. Um, and then over the garage, you have a, an extra apartment, a mother-in-law suite, in-law suite, whatever you'd like to call it. Great for an au pair too, if you have a family that will want um, you know, on-site help, live-in help, um, with a full bedroom, full kitchen upstairs, um, ample space that's currently being used as kind of the bunk suite right now, which is really fun has recently gone through a remodel and updating. Um, Kitchen's been fully updated, 
gorgeous flooring, um, new paint, fireplaces have been redone, just the works, it looks phenomenal. And the new color scheme really draws your eye out to the stunning views that you have there. So, yeah. So you've got it all, you've got the great entertaining spaces, yes. you've got the space for bed, you've got extra space for guests, mm -hmm. uh, you've got the views, which, you know, I'll, I'll pay for views any day, so. Yes, they are gorgeous, um, gorgeous views. Okay, and and um, I guess just uh, since it is out at uh, out at Tuhei, mm -hmm. um, like so, I guess if you would like to go in a little bit more about what they have out at Tuhei, like what they'll have access to, kind of the the golf amenities, the clubhouse amenities, and all of that, and Talisker Club too, yeah, which is a huge deal. So yeah. um, this home does include the deposit for your Tuhei Talisker Club membership, which is fantastic. Not all of them have that. Um, so on site at Tuhei, you know, you have your stunning golf course. Um, you do have several different clubhouses. Right now they're in the process of um, breaking ground to construct another one that's kind of going to be like the shed over at Promontory. Mm -hmm. um, and they've got, oh geez, I mean, there's so much. It's like hard it's to the... know where to start. They've got, you know, um, the golf center, fine dining that's there on site at Tuhei. They've got the spa and the workout amenities, um, the pool and clubhouse that's just phenomenal. I mean, two separate pools, so you can kind of, you know, the one with the slide in the kids area and then a separate one that, you know, you can have your separation if you wanna relax a little bit, which is key. Um, and then being a part of Talisker Club, you know, you have the Tower Club up in Empire Pass. You ha take the Talisker Club shuttle up there so you don't have to drive and park for skiing. Ski lockers up there, get right on the snow and take off. Um, and then the amenities back up in Guardsmen as well. You know, go snowmobiling, tubing, horseback riding, archery, et cetera, so. And, and so this, this house, essentially, it, it includes that, yes. that deposit. So that's, that's amazing. I did not know that, and I was kind of trying to skirt around because oh, yeah. I, uh -huh. I wasn't sure that we had talked about that. So, um, yeah, so it's kind of that four-in-one club membership. So mm -hmm. you got the, you know, out at Tuhei, you got the golf membership, and then you've got the on-mountain, uh, you know, Talisker Tower, which mm -hmm. just went under extensive renovations. Yes. They've got a pool there now. Uh, their, dining. their dining has been expanded. They've got a spa there now too. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think, yeah, so then they'll have access to Bonanza Flats and all the cool little uh, snow winter activities you can and do out there. And also in the summer, I forgot to mention, um, Tuhei has um, their boating. You know, they'll come pick you up, take you out on the water. I think it's, they have a Nautique. They've got like a brand new Nautique. Oh, I wow. can't remember the okay. model, so but you, just book your, you can book it book with them. Mm -hmm. yeah, and and if you're a family that loves to boat and you have your own boat that you want to bring up, um, I think it's called the Wasatch Yacht Club mm -hmm. and they, they will fully stock your boat and then put it in and out of the water, you just show up, and then they have um, a warehouse down in the south end of Heber and Daniels, so that's just another little fun tidbit to tap into. And then the last part of the membership that we didn't talk about was uh, Courchevel over on Main oh, Street. Yes. Uh -huh. So that public, uh, it's got the public area upstairs where uh, you know the public can dine, mm -hmm. but then it's also got the uh, club members 
area downstairs at the Courchevel. So, right. So that's kind of rounds out our, you know, fourth. So And that's uh, good to talk about too just because, you know, if you have a family that doesn't exclusively ski and you have snowboarders that are going, "Hey, we feel a little left out." You can shuttle down to Main Street right there at Courchevel and they can walk across the street, get on it town lift and go have all of Park City Mountain to enjoy. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, so um, Congrats on the listing. Thank That's you. a great listing. I'm sure there's been a ton of activity. And uh, I guess where, where's the best place to find find out more about you and like get in touch with you, find out more about the listing? What do, do you, you want? What do you my, think? My, am you, I giving my phone number yeah, online? Yeah, you can I'd give your phone to. number. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, 480-684-0718 is my phone number. And we can also put it in the, in the bio as well. Yeah. yeah. And my email is lfielding at bhhsutah.com. Okay. Yeah. Easy enough to remember, but we'll write that down. And I'm here in Park down. City. Come find me here on the trails. Here in Park City. Lauren Fielding. Lauren um, Fielding. Yes. Yeah. And uh, what about, what about Social media. Do you have any social media that they can find you at? Yes, I am yeah. on Instagram as Park City House Hunter. Park City House Hunter. Okay. Yep. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, I'm trying to think of what else we can cover while we're oh, here. Oh, you wanted to know uh, about what I like to do in Park City. Okay. What else do you like to do in Park City? So aside from trail running and trail just running. hiking and staring at leaves all day, yeah. which you know sometimes hiking with me can take a little longer because I get really distracted by views yeah. and not necessarily sometimes the end you'll goal. Sometimes stop and like, you know. Yeah, like when we hiked Timp and I, leaves or something. I had to take your yeah. phone to take 50 pictures of a ladybug. A ladybug, yep. yes. Um, so I love to ski and snowboard also um, and do that with my son. He has been hiking Jupiter Peak with me and we love pounding powder on powder days. Um, and I can't keep him out of the trees either. It's a little bit ridiculous, but really fun. Um, so His we videos are fun to watch. Like when you post those on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, he's just like super talented, just fearless. If you want to check um, him out, he's Ski Blaine on Instagram. There you go, another Trying to get a little Instagram handle. following um, going. And you reminded me though, because it's not just like, you know, the recreational activities. You're also yeah. involved in a few or I know you're at least involved in the Summit Summit County Community Gardens, right? Yes. So you do a lot of work with them. Tell us a little um, bit more about so that. So I did some fundraising with them, mm -hmm. and uh, they have these amazing gardens or garden dinners, dinner in the garden mm -hmm. during the summer months, um, where you get to come and see the garden, see what's going on. They're catered by, they had River Horse, um, Nosh. Um, I think they had Twisted Fern do one as well. Um, I'm, oh gosh, uh, Devonza's did the family one this summer. Mm -hmm. They had a local entomologist come and do like a honey tasting that you got to come to and enjoy. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just a really great community center and 501c3 nonprofit. Um, they had an, uh, a grant through, I think Summit Open Lands to help secure that land and allow people to come and get their hands in the garden. Cause as you know, uh, not everyone here in Park City has a backyard or a space to garden, and some of us live in townhomes or condos, and we don't really have that space. So it's a good way to come connect with your community and connect with nature and be involved. So yeah, that was it's and Sloan Johnson with the garden. Sloan She's fantastic. Johnson with the gardens. Yes, get in touch with her mm -hmm. if you're if you're curious about those dinners because those dinners were pretty pretty cool. They're rad. Like the, yeah. The, the evenings are amazing, nice and cool. Mm -hmm. um, and Live music, and yeah. great company. Well, 
And so you mentioned like all those restaurants that kind of came and catered to those dinner yeah. events. Do you have like a favorite like go-to restaurant here in Park City I that do. you uh, that you just <laughs> like uh, forgot to do your dinner or, or shop for dinner or whatever? So you know you're gonna go. Mm -hmm. uh, you're gonna go grab something. What does that look like? Oh, I would definitely have to say Nosh. They're Nosh. newer into town, but mm -hmm. the people who run Nosh are not necessarily new to town. Um, it's a fantastic Middle Eastern style cuisine, fan like great hummus. Um, their lamb, yes, um, lamb, falafel, beets. Yeah. Um, uh, their pita is light and fluffy, and it's yeah. my favorite. Do they call it shawarma or is it shawarma? Uh, no, they don't. I don't know. I don't order uh, that. Okay, <laughs> you don't order the shawarma. I think I had the shawarma. Probably. Yeah, just because of, you know. That sounds like, like something you would do. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, gr fast service, fresh and light, but also filling at the same time. Um, and it's just so different than what's been here in Park City, so it's a really good change to take in as well. Um, their grab-and-go is fast and efficient. If you want to dine in, they do have an option for that. They're, they might try to expand soon, which I'm oh, fingers cool. crossed. Yeah, I don't you heard know. it here first. I mean, everybody wants to do yeah. more business, but yeah. but yes, I fully support Nosh. They're awesome. Um, and they do really cool menus around like Jewish holidays, too, okay. that you can pick up. Um, like their extended menu items so they'll have some specialty things that are really good too okay so and i i Nosh, love their latkes right here in park city right here in park city then i think they passed their year anniversary recently yes right? they did yeah yep, they're yeah. at a year so and some odd months I, I now i think they're here to stay because they yes. they bring something that not not a lot of other restaurants bring. well and to have yeah. survived yeah. the covid lockdowns yeah and still be here is really saying something yeah uh, any other go-to like areas or, or shops or anything like that where if someone's mm. coming into town, they, they like must go to? That I mean, you, you can't pass City. over Main Street. Main Street. Yeah, there's so much shopping, yeah. so much fantastic dining, fantastic people watching too. Yes, um, especially during Sundance. Especially during Sundance. <laughs> um, I, I mean, there's so many great hubs, whether you're down at, at down at the junction or up on Main Street um, or, you know, Silver Lake Village area, some of the shops in there, you really can't go wrong. So awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, unfortunately, uh, I am out of time, Lauren, but I appreciate you taking the time. We'll connect uh, on Woodward explain. stuff next time. Then. Yeah, we'll connect on Woodward <laughs> stuff. You are very, very involved. At least Blaine is. Uh, in, I try. In going <laughs> going into Woodward uh, but let's do a quick plug for Woodward like what, what what's the like what's what is it about Woodward that makes it so special and makes Blaine enjoy it so much oh gosh mm. um, honestly the staff and the facilities make it what it is there's some phenomenal coaches there it's an extreme sports um, coaching facility training facility so they have their indoor uh, foam pit trampoline skate and bike ramps that you can practice new trips tricks on, learn, progress, um, and just play around too. It's really fun and a parkour section that's awesome. Um, they have some great dining there too, you know, quick options during the day. And then um, outside, you know, they have their own ski hill in the winter. It's a really fantastic place to go learn to ski if you don't want to pay for a ski ticket to go all over Deer Valley or Park City. Um, huge wide open learning run get on the magic carpet and go up so whether you're a little kid or an adult it's a 
fantastic place to learn. And then they have a super pipe they put up in the winter, um, tons of fun jumps and jibs that you can mess around on too. Um, you'll see a lot of the pros it's a playground there. for like kids and yes, adults. Yes, and adults. And yeah. then in the um, summer when the snow melts off, they have a mountain bike course and a pump track and an outdoor skate park that are really fun. Woodward. Woodward. Just off of 80, super accessible. The place to uh, be. The place to be. All right, Lauren, well, thank you again. Thanks. appreciate you joining us for this episode. <laughs> uh, and I guess we'll, uh, we'll be in touch later. Great. <laughs>